0: Now we know who the real Johnny Bravo for that episode was. That's it. (laughs) Good evening and welcome to another episode of the Card Game Cooperative, your however often we get round to it podcast about Lord of the Rings, the card game, Arkham Horror, the card game, and Marvel Champions, the card game the three cooperative living card games from Fantasy Flight Games. Uh, I'm James, I'm one of your hosts, and
1: also with me this evening is Michael. Good evening. How are you today? Uh, Doing very well. Excited for recording a quick little episode and trying out some new tech in the house. Uh, I'm sure it's all going to be very high quality and pick up on some baby crying in the background, so... Will, if you don't mind editing that out, that'd be grand. Yeah, no, we're, we're replacing you with a baby. Yeah. Okay.
2: <laughs> Good stuff. And how are you, Will? I am okay, thank you. I am no, I am I am heartridden. I I so got close to defeating stupid collector, and then stupid rules on
1: cards ruined it for me. Stupid, stupid collector. I hate him. I hate him so much. Yeah, you sent us a rules question in our. Facebook chat and it was just it literally came down to the interpretation of the rules, made you win or lose the scenario. Was it that in the end? Yeah, yeah. It was essentially um a I'm confused,
2: but if I play this card that says thwart something, 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 draw a card. If I got to draw the card, I would have been able to do the last two damage I needed to win. And if I wasn't allowed to draw the card, then I was going to threat out and or get pummeled to death before <laughs> my next go. So yeah but anyway otherwise aside from that I'm fine thank you <laughs> okay good
0: well um, so good job that you're uh, that we're already talking about champions because this is going to be a, uh, a champion specific episode uh, because Fantasy Flight have once again kindly given us a card from an upcoming pack to, to announce to you all mm-hmm. we have a leadership ally from the upcoming Lord pack will would you like to read our spoiler
2: i would love to so yeah as you say he is a leadership ally he costs three and his name is adam warlock he has one thwart and one attack both will do one damage one consequential damage that's actually so the term isn't it yeah hey yep. he has the aerial and mystic terms so that's fun it'll be the first leadership mystic character if um correct um he has three health and the response after adam warlock attacks or thwarts discard one card at random from your hand if that card's printed resource has fists remove three threat from a scheme lightning heal three damage from an identity science deal three damage to an enemy wild choose one of the above And for anyone who wants to get really panickety, he has a fist icon as his resource uh, cost. But I'm sure you'll have seen the picture by now.
0: Excellent stuff.
2: So, what do we think? I think it's a really clever card. Yeah. It's a really interesting. It's also interesting that the icons are like flipped from what they normally are. Like, normally it would be um, like the physical resource would be deal damage, and the science would be heal and lightning would be threat and it's there i don't know why but they're all like the wrong way round which is, uh, which will be interesting if people have built decks specifically around like like a hulk deck that deals damage because it's got lots of fists in it because all of a sudden you'll have somebody who can remove a lot of threat if you have a,
1: a hulk leadership deck set up that way yeah that does quite naturally balance doesn't it actually yeah that
0: was a good point i had completely not picked up on that when uh, when thinking <laughs> about it I mean I think that the thing that leaps out at me is that that discard a card at random from your hand that's I mean are you are you ever triggering this effect with more than one card left in your
2: hand not on purpose unless like you have it, you know unless it you have to do it in that specific order then no, I generally I think you'll end it with this being like the last thing you do with whatever card you've got left in your hand I suppose
1: Yeah, I've only just realized that his ability is discarding a random card from your hand. I think just seeing all those different options for the different icons, my brain immediately assumed it was discard off the top of the deck, like you get with Doctor Strange's event and Hulk ally uh, uh, effect. But different to Hulk ally, this is a response, not a forced. So you can choose to trigger it if you want to. Uh, different to Hulk yeah and then one of the first things that jumped out to me is different to Hulk the wild is only choose one of the above rather than do all three Uh, but that's still pretty powerful because they're all quite powerful effects but if you get wild you get to specifically choose which one's the most useful for you at the moment at that moment
2: yeah none of them are bad effects are they like I say heal heal three damage for a you know a single card plus an ally
1: on the table is you know that's nothing to be sniffed at potentially the dealing three damage is the weakest of the three options if you look at kind of like i think generally the the, um, the amount of resources you have to pay to get one damage is a bit cheaper than the amount of resources you have to pay to get one threat removal or one heal and that's usually the cheapest of the three dealing damage but still yeah if you fight with adam warlock or th- or thwart with him. Yep, you can do either of them, and then you're going to get an extra three damage off the back of it. I don't think you'd be complaining about it.
2: Yeah, and you can spread it around as well. So if you if you increase his attack for whatever reason, or you can you know he can himself hit for so much and then deal with another three to someone else. So that could be quite useful. I do really like the artwork as well. Um, some of the mystics so far, I've been a bit like, uh, <laughs> this is uh, not quite sure about this one, but.
1: He looks quite cool with a, the old big lightning fault nose chest. I have no idea <laughs> about any of the um yeah, Adam Warlock, as far as I'm aware, has not appeared in the MCU, so therefore I don't know anything about his backstory or anything. But i so he was he he he's teased in the post credit scene of
0: Guardians Two, which caused quite a lot of kerfuffle followed by disappointment because in the comics i believe it's adam warlock that kills thanos so having adam warlock teased just before infinity war i think had quite a lot of people excited and they were like no no this is a thing for like guardians 3 or some other point in the future um but the is it the sovereign the the race of people who are all in completely gold paint yeah At, at the very end where She's just really annoyed with the Guardians and creates the perfect creation to go and have their revenge or whatever. And she says, "This is Adam. That's that's as much of him as we've had in in the MCU." Yeah,
2: okay. I was going to say my like ninety five percent of my comic book knowledge comes from um, the MCU. There's like bits and bobs that I, I glean from elsewhere or external research. So, I'm I'm somewhat aware that he's supposedly one of the more powerful beings in the universe, so I didn't know he killed Thanos, but that, that makes sense then, I suppose. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, I think that's sort of the point with yeah, the High Priestess creating the, you know, the perfect beings who go and beat up the Guardians
1: and stuff. It's quite a good way of making a very powerful ally that isn't just huge stats in thwart and attack, having this curious response where you can still have a powerful effect out of that that's a good way of doing it It,
2: yeah and the fact he only costs three as well
1: is quite good value yeah like you say He, he costs three or he costs four if you want to trigger his response once or five if you want to trigger it twice or six if you want to trigger it all three times without any healing and assuming that's the end of him but yeah any flexibility in this game where you can choose to trigger effects or not trigger them makes it a card even more powerful yeah
2: it's also useful. Like I normally find in leadership decks, they're the sort of decks where I end up with like an odd card at the end of the round, which can't do anything because it's like, oh, play this and give you and your allies plus one attack and thwart, but I've already attacked and I've got one ally down, so it doesn't make sense to pay two for one person to be able to get plus one attack. So being able to just chuck that at this ability actually would make a lot of sense.
0: So are you taking him or Kate Bishop in your in your leadership deck, as what do I do with my my leftover resource at the end of the round?
1: Hmm. I mean, I I've played with Kate Bishop a few times and never end up being that wowed by the effect, but I think I'd enjoy this one more. So probably taking Adam along. It
2: depends if you're asking pre me reading the card properly or post me reading the card properly. <laughs> <to Kate Bishop. laughs> Uh, yeah, when I started playing her, I thought it was you dealt damage, you discarded a card and dealt the damage equal to the cost of the card to an enemy. So I was like, well, I can have her in a deck with like a five cost Spider-Man or a four-cost, you know, Iron Man or whatever it is. And she's just shooting Iron Man out of a boat. This is great. Yeah. And then I reread it and realized it was the resource cost of the card. Or well, the resource icons. Icons on the card, yeah.
0: And it's it, it's that kind of attention to detail that uh, that's why Fantasy Flight thought we were the people to uh, to share this card with the world.
1: So going into details, then the traits are both quite unusual ones for an ally, aerial and mystic. But I don't think we can do anything with either of those traits at the moment, really.
0: Not no, on an ally, I don't think. No, Mi- Mystic only works on a hero. So you know, obviously, if you play Sword Thane on this guy, then you can um, you can play Sorcerer Supreme and increase your hand size. Um, that's that's how it works, right? You can you can just bring bring attachments in from Lord of the Rings and play them on champions characters. Yeah.
2: Yeah. The the FFCU, the Fantasy Flight Cinematic <laughs> Universe.
1: <laughs> don't joke.
0: That sounds awesome. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Coming in the pack where we've got Star-Lord and a few cards that are going to benefit Guardian cards, it kind of, it feels a little weird that we're getting an ally that, I would have thought all the allies coming in Star-Lord's pack would have been Guardian allies, but, I mean, he's going to be quite powerful within his own right anyway, so. And when you're Star-Lord, all your allies are Guardians. Yeah, Yes, actually, yes. So then it makes more sense that they're not guardian cards to make the most use out of them. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for explaining that to me.
2: <laughs> I'm trying to think, What's um, I can't remember what his other ability is, Star-Lord's, as to whether it pairs well with this card or not. Because um, it's like, discard a card from hands and do something, isn't it? It's
1: dealing himself extra encounter cards, is his shtick. Yeah.
2: Yeah, each ally you control gains the Guardian trait. He has two thought and two attack, so actually, the thing he's going to struggle with is defending. And I wouldn't ever think you'd want to throw this person under the bus, really. Uh, and what could go wrong? Interrupts when you play a card from your hand, do yourself one face down encounter card, reduce the resource cost to play that card by three. So, yeah, he is essentially a free ally then. Perfect for three costs. Playing for
0: free yeah. and then use a resource to heal the three damage that Star Lord wasn't able to to block because he's got one defense.
2: Perfect. Yeah, and it, as it looks like a lot of his Star Lord cards are about boosting the guardians as well. Like one of them that they spoiled is each guardian character you control gets an extra thwart. So, uh, and that's a permanent upgrade to him. So, yeah, you can thwart for two readily with uh, Adam Warlock and then do an extra ability with all those extra cards you've got in hand because you've not had
1: to uh, spend them for anything. Going a little more down the mystic trait, we've, um, like I say, we've kind of seen this effect of discard, you know, a random card being discarded and getting an effect and the effect is different depending on the resource cost in a Dr. Strange card who is a mystic. Do you think this might become a recurring theme for future mystic cards, having this kind of randomness to their use? We all make the sense
0: that... because um, Scarlet Witch again has you know discard cards of the encounter deck, do random stuff based on um, based on the number of boost icons. So random discard, powerful effect, but you don't know which one seems to be the mystic thing.
2: They're Largely, because I mean, the other ones are Wiccan, who does a similar thing, and you, when you thwart, you deal damage equal to the number of boost icons that are on the top card of the encounter deck, so that's random. But then the other two mystics I can think of, Clea, who returns to your hand once she dies, and I want to say Brother Jerome, but that's not right at all. Brother Voodoo? Brother Voodoo, Jerome. there we go. Why am I calling him Jerome? Absolutely <laughs> no idea. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah and then he pulls an event to your hand doesn't he when you put him down but they the, they were the i presume they were the first two yes they were the first two non
1: hero mystics weren't they because they were in doctor strange they were so it's not going to be it might not necessarily be something for all mystics and we've kind of already seen it on hulk who is not a mystic himself but it does seem like it's a flavour that's coming up doing this random discarding thing so next step is looking for a Gandalf the Grey or Norman Withers card that lets you look at the top card of your deck or something
0: I mean you say Hulk's not a mystic, surely there must have been a what if comic at some point (laughs) where Hulk became the Sorcerer Supreme
1: (laughs) Would the cape fit round his neck? Probably not Yeah
0: yeah, it's, just a, see, like, it's right. it is
2: like a skirt or something, like a hula skirt just like around the back or something, you know.
0: It's stretchy like his uh, like his underpants. Yeah.
1: Yes.
2: I mean the times are the, you know, the eye of Agamotto is green, so, you know.
1: There we are. It all adds
2: up.
0: <laughs> so do we have any uh any other burning thoughts we want to share on uh on this card before we uh before we let these good people get on with their day,
2: I was going to say, like most most leadership allies, I they I, they normally sit under one of two classes, which are you try and keep them around as long as possible and keep them healed because you want them to be like one of the three that you have permanently down, or you put them down for a brief effect and then throw them under a bus as quickly as possible. Um, seeing as this guy's technically like cheap, and in a deck with no. Inherent defense. Which which of the three do you reckon is going to popular? Which of the two? Which of the two routes do you reckon he'll popularize a bit more?
0: I mean, I think it's definitely a good thing that his effect heals damage from an identity, not a character, because otherwise you could just have him heal himself every mm-hmm. other time and keep him around for an indefinite length of time. Um, I don't know. i I'd, I'd, I'd have to play it because. I don't feel like I get that many turns where I've got the card just dead in my hand at the end of end of the turn. But yeah, I I feel like I'd probably use it a couple of times and then just block the third. That's my that's my not having played it got reaction.
1: Interesting. I, I would have, yeah, for me I'm put I'd be thinking of putting them in a deck with first aid and um, the uh upgrade the leadership upgrade that lets, gives an ally plus two health and just trying to keep him around as long as possible i can see that being every time you use him without having to pay the three costs to play him in the first place i can see it as being like the best use out of him so i'd probably be spending his third and final use doing this effect as well assuming that's how it works after he so if He's got two damage on him already, and you use him to, say, thwart. Would he take that consequential damage before or after the opportunity to do that response, which is after Adam Warlock attacks or thwarts, blah, 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 blah.
0: Yes, because consequential damage is the last thing that happens.
1: Cool. Okay, good. Yeah, so I don't think... I, I think I'd even when he's got one health left, I think I'd rather use him for this ability than defend an attack well i mean it depends what the attack is i guess if it's six damage coming from ronan then maybe i'm defending with him but uh i think think most of the time i'm going to be trying even on his last health be trying to trigger this response because it seems the most powerful part of him
2: yeah um uh, he definitely sort of sits under that class of sort of like a you know like an iron man ally build or something like that for me where you or a, like a Captain Marvel. I've yet to build a deck around um, the Captain Marvel ally, but uh, yeah, somebody that you keep around as long as possible, keep them in the game, and just yeah, keep getting the most out of those effects while it's down. And like I said, it's one of those that you're not forced to do it every turn, so you can just sort of, you know, every second or third turn, you can pop the effect in just
1: to do a little more, as it were. Just to give you a heads up, the um, Spider Woman build with the Captain Marvel ally where you're just ramping up the Captain Marvel ally. There's no space for another big ally in the deck. It's just Captain <laughs> Marvel. That's all that it's got time for.
2: <laughs> Not to go off on a tangent, but I've my deck is completely built the other way around. I, I don't <laughs> think I've ever... I think I put Captain Marvel into play like once or twice. <laughs> it's completely around throwing the aspect cards out and it like got nothing to do with her own power cards.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't think you're on your own. I think a lot of people either go full on into... Using the mm. ally, or just don't bother at all because it costs a lot for a non-aspect card. I will say the the nice thing about
2: the one of the nice things about allies like this that don't have the word Avenger on it is um, like we were having a conversation recently about the honorary Avenger card. I always feel like that's. It feels really dumb to give that to a car that's already got Avenger, even if it seems like a person who shouldn't have Avenger or whatever it is, um, for whatever reason. So, yeah, it'd be quite nice to be like, Ah, Adam Warlock, and now I'm going to give... I am actually going to be able to make you an honorary Avenger, give you an extra health.
0: <laughs> I mean, to be honest, almost everybody's been an Avenger at some point.
2: Probably. I mean, that's why it's such a broad keyword. So yeah, it's quite nice that they're sort of spreading out from that point now. So they're, they're going down a Guardian and Mystic um, route of words, wording keywords rather than everything just being Avenger-based.
0: And now we just need them to bring out lots of cards with the X-Man trait and
1: then we uh, won't need to worry about Crossover at all. <laughs> <Not> still. <laughs> I imagine the theme of Honorary Avenger is like... Kind of just an Avenger being quite nice and kind to a small child or something like that, saying, "Go on, you could be an Avenger." Based on the artwork, so I imagine that isn't the artwork as Marvel. Oh, they all oh, look like well, who has actually
0: me? been an Avenger, <laughs> and to be honest, should probably have the Avenger trait. I mean, like she's in Champions more often, but anyway, Champions the team, not Champions the card game.
1: I like the idea of you playing a Hawkeye deck and Hawkeye rather patronizingly patting Adam on the head, like saying, go on, you could be an Avenger. You're this mighty powerful being who's killed Thanos, but you could join our club, it's okay. Yeah. It's obviously an Earth-based thing. It's like being a knight
2: in England, you know? You can be an honorary knight if you come from America, but you can't be an actual
1: knight unless you come from England. Or New Jersey for Miss Marvel.
0: Looking at Honorary Avenger, you've got Miles Morales, Spider-Man, Kamala Khan as Marvel, Sam Alexander Nova. That looks just like normal vision. Female Thor, I won't give you her secret identity just in case you don't want to be spoiled on a six-years-old comic or whatever it is now, and I can't make out who the guy in the red glasses is. But, yeah, I think all of those people have been Avengers and three of them are more typically associated with
1: champions. In that artwork, are they kids in fancy dress, or is it actually the heroes?
0: No, I think that's actually
2: them.
1: Okay, then. I always assumed it was like kids in fancy dress. I also thought
2: that... We are talking about the Honor Revenger card,
1: aren't we? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that's (laughs) completely what this entire episode is all about, Honor Revenger. Um...
0: well maybe this is a discussion for a for another time um thanks everyone for coming and listening to us occasionally talk about adam warlock um <laughs> some of you may be aware that this card had been leaked in some manner of language other than english but uh, if you uh, if you thought that you you knew all about it already you would have missed out on the uh, the insightful discussion of what may or may not feature on the the artwork of already released cards um, <laughs> Michael assuming people wanted to engage with the uh, the, the scintillating and uh, you know, highly intellectual discussion that we uh, we like to have about our, our favourite card games how, how could they get in touch with us
1: okay so if you want to get in touch with us on Facebook we are the Card Game Cooperative and we're also quite active on Twitter the at card cooperative um, account you can come and find us there uh we've got a wordpress as well tcgcoop.design.blog we've got an email tcgcoop at gmail.com and uh we've got a presence on discord and reddit as well uh james we'll see a discord handle
0: uh it's mighty jim followed by a hashtag and some numbers but if you're on any of the um any of the discord channels for the the car of and you see a mighty jim on there that will be me i'm, I'm not aware of uh Anyone else trying to muscle in on the name?
1: And uh, I'm around on most of the uh, Co op LCG page uh, Reddit subs uh, as Eric the Cleric, so you can get in touch with me too there. Excellent. Well, uh,
0: thanks for listening, everyone. And we'll, uh, well, we won't see you, but you'll hear us again next time. Good night. Ciao. Ta ta for now.